Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, we are back on our main topic for the week today, which is our big question, what about those who've never heard the gospel or who never hear the gospel throughout their entire life? Well, we started on Monday with a little bit of an overview and I asked the question, who exactly are we talking about when this question comes up? Who in the world today would fall into a category like this of someone who's unevangelized, they've never heard the gospel? And the the question that we really need to ask is, given how prolific Christianity and even the name of Jesus is in the world today, is it really that they've never heard, or is it just that they've not listened? Now, there are sort of common answers that come up when people talk about unevangelized people groups in our world today, but I want us to take a closer look at those people groups and really decide whether or not it's true that they are unevangelized. And I want to start today, and it's a this is a little bit of a longer example, uh, so we're just going to do one today, but I want to start with China because China is, for all intents and purposes, a closed country. Christianity is not welcome there, and the church in China has been underground for a very long time. There is a church in China, but it is persecuted, and you are not allowed to openly be a Christian in China today. And so many would look at China to say it's got closed borders. It's an, and many people there are unevangelized and they've never heard the gospel. Well, I want us to, to walk back in time a little bit, way back in time, actually, all the way to 86 AD. We have in China what most archaeologists and scholars who know this topic would describe as Christian tombstones as far back as 86 AD, there's an inscription that dates it to around this time period. And on the tombstone, we see several examples of what would be called Christian iconography, the fish, uh, and even the phoenix, the, the bird sort of rising again, which in some cultures became associated with this idea of resurrection. And so there are some interesting things to note, at least about that, that at the, it's at least possible that the gospel reached China before 100 AD. Now, fast forward, way forward into the 1300s. In China, there was actually Muslim persecution going on, but as a part of that persecution, because we have records of this, there were actually hundreds of thousands of Christians who were killed in China during this period of Muslim expansion into the region. So Christianity had already been well established in China at that point because there were hundreds of thousands of Christians who were killed. Fast forward even further to the year 1724. Christianity is officially banned in this year by the Chinese emperor, Yongzheng, and he made Christianity and missionary work illegal. If you were caught evangelizing or openly being a Christian at that point, uh, it carried the death penalty. You would be executed for being a Christian. 
in China. Then in the year 1900, something called the Boxer Rebellion happened, which most of us in the West would say we know of. It sounds familiar to us, but we don't really know what exactly happened. Or we're taught it's a political movement. It wasn't about politics. It was about hunting down and murdering Christians. I'm going to read you a quote from a London Times reporter, George Ernest Morrison, who said, For boxers were sweeping through the city, massacring the native Christians, native Christians, mind you, and burning them alive in their homes. There are excerpts of different accounts from the Boxer Rebellion, and some of them are heartbreaking, but I I want us to wrap our heads around exactly what was happening during this time period of mobs of people going basically door to door, hunting down Christians. So I'll read you these different excerpts here. Mobs followed them from one village boundary to the next, hurling sticks and stones, shouting death to the foreign devils. On July 12th, Hattie Rice collapsed in the heat. A mob began stoning her and a man ran a cart over her naked body to break her spine. Her companion, Mary Houston, shielded her body until shame-faced men came with clothing. Miss Houston suffered the worst. Part of her brain was exposed from beatings received at the time Miss Rice had been fatally wounded. So both of these missionary women were martyred because they just happened to be there as missionaries at the time, and they were killed for being Christians. A woman by the name of Lizzie Atwater wrote to her parents, uh, and it was dated August 3rd, 1900, and she wrote this. I was very restless and excited while there seemed a chance of life, but God has taken away that feeling, and now I just pray for grace to meet the terrible end bravely. My little baby will go with me. My married life, two precious years, have been so very full of happiness. We will die together, my dear husband and I. We know from records at the time that Lizzie Atwater and her family were hacked to death by a mob 12 days later. And for every missionary that was killed in China during this period, it's estimated that around 200 Chinese Christians were killed. So these examples of missionaries being killed, that's four to 600 to 1,000 or more Chinese Christians who were also killed in the same time period. So tomorrow we're going to continue with another uh, look at, at several so-called unevangelized people groups, but I want us to, to, to come away from this episode with the very real understanding that China is not unevangelized. China has had the gospel almost as long as the Middle East has, and in many turns throughout history, it has been persecuted, it has been outlawed, it has been banned. They have tried to kill Christianity out of China. It's not that they don't know the gospel. They don't want the gospel, or at least many in China don't want the gospel. The Chinese church is continuing to grow by leaps and bounds, and we need to be praying for those brothers and sisters. But on the whole, as a country, China has not embraced the gospel, even though it's had the chance for thousands of years at this point. 